So up next, over at 35th and Shields, we've got the Cubs and the White Sox. Um, This is a game as a Cub fan and a series that always gets me riled up, whether the Cubs are in first place, in last place, competing for a division, not competing for a division. And I've always said that I feel that the Cubs do not take this series as seriously as the White Sox do. I always feel like the White Sox give a better effort than the Cubs in this series. And another really odd thing, this is a two-game series, and both teams have Friday off. I I can't remember, and Crowley, you're down there all the time. You follow this team about as close as anybody I know. Can you remember the last time the Cubs had a Friday off? It just seems so weird to not be playing on a Friday. Yeah, it, it is bizarre. I'm trying. I was trying to rack my brain remembering the last time they had a Friday off, especially with a big series with the White Sox. Usually, you try to get those three game series in on those and make as much money as you can. But uh, you know, when you talk about the White Sox and the chip on, they have a chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? They're always been the little brother in this. Now the uh, team does Crawley or the fans do, because I know the fans have a chip on their shoulder, but do you think the players, do you think the players feel it? I think the players feel it. I think uh, it, there still is that. I think whenever you're a member of the white Sox, you're basically feeling that the, the Chicago sports media cares more about the Cubs than the Sox, even if the Sox are doing better. Okay. Which they, which they kind of are, they are this year, you know, they're, they've been struggling at 500 ish around there and the Cubs are below 500. But I think I feel that there, there's always kind of this people are always talking about the Cubs. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of documented cases where people completely forgot about the 2005 World Series, whether it's been like on Sports Center or different places like that, where all of a sudden, you know, they don't mention it. And, it's, and so I think it's kind of ingrained in their players as well. It's kind of been passed down from uh, veterans to rookies that, you know, everybody talks about the Cubs. Nobody cares about us. So I think they really like to stick it to the Cubs. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, now we've got some probables as far as the White Sox. It went back and forth yesterday. So the first thing that I had seen for the probables was uh, Johnny Cueto, right? Johnny Cueto was going to go on Saturday and then Michael Kopech was going to go on Sunday. But now that has changed, at least before the start of yesterday's game, and they moved Dylan Cease up to be the starter on Sunday against the Cubs. And of course we know that Dylan Cease was one time property of the Cubs and probably the modern era worst trade in Cubs history happened between the North side and the South side and Dylan Cease and Eloy going to the South side for one Jose Quintana, who was only good at one thing and that was beating the Brewers. So how many times, Crawley, if this sticks, because Cease did have a terrible outing last night on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night against the Red Sox, do you think that Cease throws against the Cubs? And how many times in the broadcast do you think they're going to reference that trade? Oh, there it'll easily be referenced three or four times. And then, you know, that the White Sox social media, they always would do the thanks Eloy type thing every time. Cause Eloy, he's not playing. Hey, Cubs. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Cubs. Every time Eloy plays the Cubs, he absolutely just goes off. 
and and Dylan Cease, you know, he's he's doing great. He's having a great season. And he's been steady, and uh, you know, it was it was a trade that looking back, you you kind of say, God, I wish I didn't make. But at the time, I, a lot of Cub fans were excited about that trade. Uh, it is what it is, but you know, like I said, whenever you're going against your old team, you want to kind of stick it to them just as well. So, you know, Dylan Cease has had a great season. Like you said that he struggled, uh, yesterday versus Wednesday night versus the, what is it? When Tuesday night versus the Red Sox and, uh, you know, gave up that home run to Trevor story and who's, who's on fire right now. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the Cubs already lost the first two games. So they, I know you're upset about this, Dustin. They will not win the Crosstown Cup slash Tower um, because the most the Cubs can do is tie the series. So then it goes back to the team that won it last year, which was, again, the Chicago White Sox. Right. At this point, to be honest, I'm just in the don't get swept. It was kind of <laughs> like Bulls. It was kind of like Bulls Bucks in the, right. the NBA playoffs. My whole mantra on the Mully and Haw show was don't get swept. Just don't get swept. And that's what – and this for me as a Cub fan, this is my little two-game playoff series. Just don't get swept. Just just don't get swept. Win one of the two games. Do it – if you don't want to do it for yourselves, do it for Crawley and I. Do it for the subscribers of the Fly the W podcast. Do it to the people that show up at Clark and Addison. Do it for us, please. Win one game in this series. That's all I ask for. I'm not, 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 I'm not, not trying to be a pig. I don't I don't need a sweep. I don't need to win two. Just please win one. Dustin, I think I know the answer to this, but I want to get confirmation. There has been kind of like people arguing lately that you can be a Cub fan, but also root for the White Sox and the city of Chicago. I got a feeling I know what you're going to say, but what are your, what's your take on that? Um, absolutely not. Okay. You, you throw, you throw the home run ball back. There's no wave. There's absolutely positively no ketchup on a hot dog after you're 10 years old. And you cannot be a fan of the Cubs and the White Sox. I openly rooted against them when they played the Astros in the world series openly cheered against them. Now, didn't do me any good, but I openly (laughs) cheered against them. And I would expect nothing more than good White Sox fans to have openly cheered against the Cubs in 2016 and in hope that the curse, if you will, continued. This is a true story. This is how much it it bothered me that the White Sox from the World Series in 2005, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to give them TV ratings. Now, I don't want to I say I, that, that's epic. Like I couldn't even now I, I was working in sports talk radio then and have been for 20 years plus. So I kind of contractually obligated, if you will, to, to watch that, but that that's awesome that you wouldn't even watch. And I know you love baseball. It was the lowest rated world series. And I hope to have been, a, I'm glad I was a small part of that, but the only tough thing for me at that time in 2005 was that my neighbor a couple doors down was a huge White Sox fan. Like I was like, I'm a Cubs fan and he would light off fireworks every time they'd win a game. And I think he did that on purpose. Cause he, I told him I wasn't watching. So when I would hear that, boom, 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 I, oh, Jesus, God damn it. So I was, I was, I was definitely, uh, you know, it, it's, I was at the uh, first game. I don't know if you remember this one uh, this year of the Cubs Sox series when it was probably, and I've been to hundreds and hundreds of games in my lifetime 
I have never been to a worse weather game than that one. That was uh, Kopech versus Efros started because Smiley was on the bereavement uh, list and it was so cold. I think the real feel was about 31. And then there was like this rain, sleety snow stuff that was just circling around the ballpark. It was like a swirly wind. And it was just one of the most miserable games. I mean, the Cubs lose three to one. Uh, it, it, you know, I think Tim Anderson hit a home run or something. You know, it just, it was so brutal. I didn't even think anyone was going to hit one out, but Tim hit one right to right field. And if you, if you've been to Wrigley in the last few years, since they put the scoreboards, you can, the wind doesn't have as much of effect in that area by the, each scoreboard. If you can keep the trajectory low, you can get it out now where before in the past, there's no way that that would have been a home run, but you know, like you said, I just want them to win one stinking game. And that's why these next two games against the Reds are so important, right? You know, I know some people say momentum's, you know, the next day's pitcher, blah, blah, blah. I think there's something to say that if all of a sudden, you know, everybody's kind of excited and they feel like, you know, luck may be a little bit on their side and maybe they got a little bit of swagger going in. I'd love for them to take these next two games. You got Kyle Hendricks tonight versus Luis Castillo. Uh, Luis Castillo looked like he was really going to be something, but he's he hasn't done much, and he's he's struggled this year so far, but so has Hendricks, you know? Absolutely, and we'll be back with you guys early next week with a full report on the Fly the W podcast.